Welcome to Albuquerque Real Estate Talk with Tigo and Tracy Venturi of the Venturi Group of Real Broker, episode 472, Tracy, and it is December 23rd, 2023. You know what that means? That means it's the eve of the eve of Christmas? It's the eve of Christmas. It's the eve of Christmas. Yes, exactly. Like you said, you yeah. got it right. You got it right. Totally. I couldn't put it together in my brain. And it's uh, been quite a beautiful week leading up to the holiday. You know, the weather's been great. We had a little rain. We've had some clouds. It's supposed to rain again. You know, we need it. So what a great way to yeah. do it because we get to all just like put that log in the fire and be at home, hopefully with loved ones. And Well, I know a lot of people that went up north and are doing some skiing and, you know, Taos got some good snow and I guess Angel Purgatory fire, got Taos, some good snow. Tell you right. Papu. Right, oh yeah, your your brother went to Sipapu the other day, and yeah, that little. He said it was a lot of fun. That's awesome. I've never skied there. Have you? Yeah, I have. Of course, years you have. ago, years ago, yeah. years ago. Of course, ago. ski bum Tigo. Of course. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, um, so anyway, Tra Tracy, again, we're the Venturi Group of Real Broker. We come here, episode four seventy two, talking about real estate. And there's a lot of real estate news this week. I've got some pretty cool things I I want to share. Yeah, with everybody for sure. So why don't you give us the rundown of all the things we're going to chat about? Okay, I know so there's good stuff. What do, what do people search for when they're searching for homes online? I thought that was interesting. Big news from the city of Albuquerque and ADUs or casitas, as we call them here Accessory in New Mexico. dwelling yeah. units. Yep. Um, we've got the cross market demand report, meaning where are people that are searching for homes in Albuquerque? At what, what city, what community, what state are they in when we're looking uh, in New Mexico? Um, and then lastly, um, we had the some uh, duct issues come up. So underground ducts, you not know, underground, ducts. in floor, in floor, well, not underground, so to speak, in floor versus the ones that might be in your well, those that's underground ceiling up Con there. Okay, it's under slab. How's that? In slab. Oh, okay. Okay. Fine. Fine. In slab. In slab. Under slab. In, yeah okay whatever so we'll talk about all right. ducks all right first tracy let's talk about this um oh first off if you want to get a hold of us we're the uh at 505-448-8888 or welcome home abq.com i just put a bunch of new weekly market stat reports up there if you want to see what's going on in the, the real estate market here in albuquerque um tracy this uh well this is really the big story of the week is totally are these uh Casita Pre plans. Pre-planned plans. Pre-planned, and they are free. They're on the City of Albuquerque website. And I'm sorry, this is too long of a domain name to give it to you. Just Google free Casita floor plans, Albuquerque. You'll find it, or you can go to my Facebook. I posted it there and on our, our business Facebook. It's free Casita construction plans. And so what what happened if you've been listening, you know that there's been a, you know, over the last, gosh, how long has it been? A couple of years have been working on this uh, change in zoning in the city of Albuquerque to allow for casitas or ADUs on your R1 zoned property if you have enough room, if you've got enough setbacks. And one of the if the, it's not disallowed by other rules exactly if the HOA allows it, you know, there's a lot of caveats to it. Yeah, that's a really good point because it you don't want to go too far down the road on working on this before you know for sure you can do it and you're it's going to fit on your lot and you've got the setbacks and all the stuff you need but this is so awesome tigo i looked through it and i looked at the plans they have various sizes you know 450 square foot casita this one or that one flat roof or pitched roof 
uh, 650 square feet, 550 square feet, up to 750 square feet. So four fully pre-approved. Four different plans. So 450, 550, 650, 750 in each one, either in flat or pitched. Right. Exactly. So, wow. And I looked through them and I thought, gosh, you know, we have a casita. I wish ours would look like one of these floor plans because it's actually a little better than the one we have. Well, you know, there was a contest for for designing these and, and coming up with them, and they're 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 great designs. And the yes. thing that's interesting about this, I was on a panel a few, I don't know, a month or so ago talking about this, and they brought in some people from Tucson where they've had this going now for a couple of years. And the city of Tucson provides, I'm gonna say air quote, floor plans, but they're not complete designs or not complete plan sets. They're just, you know, somebody did some drawings and it's right. like here those are good but this, these are complete plan complete. set yeah it's complete down to you know you need the the electrical the foundation the or the concrete well it's the framing plan the framing it's, it's plan the everything CAD, CAD details all the stuff i mean anybody that's built knows what i'm talking about right it's you know you've got all the the bracing the cad details everything um down to insulation insulation details so it's the it's the which full, full saves thing. a lot of money getting a floor plan like this can be thousands and thousands of dollars right. and you hire someone they they design it you make changes they go work on it again it can take months to put a floor plan together for a real house now yeah. a casita is not going to take that much because it's a lot smaller simpler but well and that um, was it's awesome that was the point and and i i'll, I'll have to give them credit the, the city for doing this and realizing it's like Okay, you're going to make ADUs allowed on R1 properties, but now somebody wants to do it. They got to go find a designer. They got to go find an architect. They've got to, you know, do all this work and then you got to get it all drawn up and there's a cost. Well, now they're just saying, okay, these are the plans that will allow as long as they fit on your lot. And that's what I wanted to talk about, though. I, um, just before you yeah. move on to the next part of it, doesn't mean you're limited to these plans. Oh, right. They're just trying to make it easy for people to do it and save costs on that design part of the build. So uh, Mackenzie Bishop, which is uh, one of the, the owners of the Abrazo Homes, which is one of the local home builders, him and I you know, go back and forth on, on social media, Twitter, and he was just saying, this is great, but make sure you start by doing your, your floor plan, your, excuse me, your site plan, right? That's where you wanna start is do your site plan. You gotta get a, you know, a drawing of your property and make sure everything's going to work and talk and, you know, go down to planning and zoning and talk to them about it. Make sure it's going to work before you spend a whole lot of time and money on it because you could, you know, spend all this time trying to figure out which house plan is best and this and that, you know, figure out if it's going to actually work on your lot and that you're allowed to do it. And it's not a problem with your HOA or Great. any other, you know, restrictions in your neighborhood. And in all the years we've been working with homes, Tigo, I know from listening that you can walk into planning and zoning and, you know, asked for some help. And when someone's available, they'll come out and look at your plan with you, right? Yeah, no, they're, they're, yeah, yeah they're, they're, they're very great. accessible. Yeah. yeah. You know, it, it, again, there's always going to process, you're going to have to build toll build, building permits, you know, you're, you know, you are going to have to do a, a foundation, you're, you know, there's a lot of stuff you got to do. Um, but, you know, they've got it step by step, the, they've got a seven step 
you know, process to get this done on your property. Doesn't so, it make you want to build one, Tico? No, not at all. Come on. I, am, I, I look at it and go, ooh, this is exciting. You know many, Let's build one. Do you know how many one. like projects I have going on right now? I do know. Okay. Okay. Next week, maybe you'll have time. Yeah, next week. But anyway, again, we, we're, we're talking about that the city of Albuquerque now has free casita or ADU plans available on their website for you to... Um, Use. use if you if you if you do want to do the ADU, and you could take one of these, and if you need to modify it, you're way ahead. So free casita construction plan, City of Albuquerque. Why would somebody want a casita or accessory dwelling unit on their property, Trace? Oh my gosh, Tigo, that's so easy. So lots and lots and lots of reasons, yeah. right? Whether you want a rental. Yep. or whether you want a family member there or a friend there or just to have it for hobbies or whatever. You know, it doesn't mean you have to have somebody living in it year-round. A lot of people need that extra space for their sewing room, for their quilting room, for their, you know, yeah. getaway room, for their yoga studio, whatever it might be. And these floor plans might work for a lot of different reasons. I know us as, as realtors, Tracy, and this is a question that's, that's come up now is, okay, if I spend hundred thousand dollars to build this on my property is it going to increase the value of my property by a hundred thousand dollars what do you say realtor that is a really <laughs> hard question tigo because i can't imagine i don't know what the cost is to build that casita and it's going to vary based on finishes everything i mean you can do it you know with lights you pick up at the home store or you can get them online and order them from italy or whatever so the cost to build but there's it, certain things that are just going to cost what they cost right there you are because you got to you got to tie in utilities you got to tie in you know you got to build it you know a, a foundation a you know a, do a slab with the footings and all the the stuff to code so i mean there is going to be a cost to it i think the the question of will it is it worth it it's almost like the the, the swimming, swimming pool swimming pool analogy right that it we is. talk about it's very much like that is is it worth it to you in the long run even though it might not make your property more valuable it might make it somewhat more valuable but not maybe as much as you put into it up front but if you're renting it out over time does that make it more valuable in the income that you've had or just the space that you need to do something that you love or need to do yeah yep so no it, it it's good it's gonna and it's also gonna take time to have these in our market for a while to, to see. be able to compare it to properties that have them and don't have them and see what kind of value they add right. to the property. So, um, and, and also there is financing, uh, there, there's ways to do financing. If you've got any questions about that, you can reach out to us and we'll connect you with the local lender that can, can walk you through to the different there, options on that. There are um, some great programs right now to get the money to build that accessory dwelling unit. All that right. Casita. Casita. All right. So big story there. All right. Um, Okay, Tico? a couple things on this story that I, I want to jump to the Zillow story. Okay, okay, go ahead. So the Zillow story is how Americans surfed Zillow in 2023. And it's pretty astounding the number of searches they've captured. And they put some AI in so people could actually do natural language searches on Zillow. Right. And they said that they had more than 250 billion search queries on See, that, Zillow. So that's... that's I, I read 2023, the story, just I, 2023. I read the story and then, you know, at first, you know, when you get a story, right, you just kind of scan through it, right? And then it said, you know, the top 10 search terms like that people search for, right? We'll talk about that in a second. And then I went back to it and said, wait, wait, what? 
250 billion search queries on Zillow. I did the same thing, Tigo, and I thought in the lifetime of Zillow. And then I went back and looked and it says 2023. And I thought, holy cannoli. That's, that's like, crazy. That's like I, I did the math. If if you averaged it out over a year, and that's basically what it was because they launched that this this new search functionality back in January. It's like six hundred and eighty thousand, six hundred eighty million searches a day. A day. I mean, six. So, so something. Yeah. I, I something about this doesn't add up. So I'm not sure. But anyway, aside from that, I, I think the reality is. So I think the thing that jumped out to me on that is. There's a lot of people out there searching for properties all the time. And this is just one website, be it the, the number one real estate website, but that's just one website when you yeah. think about how many people are out there searching for properties. And when you look at some of the search terms yeah, let's talk that about come that, up, the top 10, some of them aren't even, well, uh, one of them for sure isn't even a thing here gotta, in our gotta, part of the country. I got to tell you something. I posted this story on my Facebook <clears throat> yesterday. Or the other day, I don't know, whenever it was. And uh, somebody replied, and she is in, she's kind of like a big shot in the real estate world, like nationally, uh, property technology, you know, person anyway. And she said, if any real estate professional or any marketer or anybody that in the real estate world, this is like the most important story they should be following if they're in the business of marketing and selling real estate. And, and I thought it was a really interesting point. So we do know we have a lot of realtors who listen to our show. Yep. Thank you. Hello. Um, so there you go. Some top woman in real estate from National says you should be paying attention yeah. to this story. So let's talk about the top 10 Zillow search terms. Right. So a lot of them are like practical needs, right? Yep. And some of them are those preferences, maybe the things that don't make your house more valuable by the amount it costs, but maybe. Yeah. So top ones that it's, it's not necessarily in order, right? Yeah. Not number one to number 10. It's just the top 10. Yeah. So granite counters, you know, that's probably something very much across the country, not just a region. Right. And there's some regional stuff here too. We'll get to in a second, but yeah, let's just go down the list. Garage. These are the top 10 terms that people use when they're searching for homes. Garage, right? People want garages, backyard, right? Fireplace. Interesting. Not not, I don't know if that's as big a deal here in New Mexico or at least in the Albuquerque well, area. Maybe think up north. about think about Louisiana, Alabama, Florida. You know they don't need a fireplace. No, you know no. regionally, but no, it regionally. still was very high on the it list. It was really high on the on the list. So fireplace, walk-in closet, which is interesting to me when I saw it because I thought walk-in closet. They've got it with the the, the hyphen in the middle, yeah. and I'm thinking of all the different ways that people might spell that but then this is voice so yeah. walk-in closet so it knew how they wanted it to be spelled so it came up to the top 10. it's like when we search for somebody and they say i want a guest house and i put in guest house versus casita but walk-in closet because it was voice it knew walk-in closet how they understood it got it if that makes sense well and it could be typing too i don't think it's just voice that's true too yeah, yeah i'm yeah. sure most of the searches are actually typing yeah but, but um, the ai okay. is the one that okay, sorted so them all. here we go okay let's go back through the list garage backyard fireplace walk-in closet patio um outdoor living space open floor plan that's still a thing um which is interesting because some of the newer floor plans are maybe are, are kind of moving back away from the open floor plan yep um pool uh, family room, 
basement. That's not a thing here. Right. <laughs> I don't know. I've seen in our years in real estate, Tracy, how many houses have we seen with basements in New Mexico? Like not many. Two? I can think of the builder <laughs> in one neighborhood where there's several, but yeah. very unusual here then, in the Albuquerque area anyway, very unusual. And then granite countertops. So I, I, the, the, the takeaway there is, you know, if, if you're marketing a property, you want to, if they have these features, you need to be pointing them out when you're marketing a property, if you're selling your property. There you go. You're giving real estate advice to realtors. Perfect. Because, you know, that's one of the key points here is make sure those searches uh, come up if they've got those things. You know, it's interesting. And then the other thing, there's regional searches that they found is, you know, air conditioning, AC, in the climates like Atlanta, Charlotte, Dallas, Jacksonville, Los Angeles, Nashville, you know, all, all the hot climates, right? I mean, it makes perfect but sense. The other thing that's pretty normal, I mean, that you would think of is views and it varies, right? By region. Right. If you're by water, they want water views. If you're by a mountain, they want a mountain view. If you're in a big city, they want a city view, right? So yeah. views with varying like, what the views are. Yeah. In Seattle, it was mountain views and city views and water views, right? Because you can kind of get all of those in Seattle. Right. Um, yeah, but in Miami, it was water views. But in Atlanta and San Francisco, it was city views. And in Colorado Springs, it was mountain views. Yep. Right. So it just it's just interesting how those those terms change. I don't know. In Albuquerque, it would be what? Sandia view? Mountain view? Uh, yeah. Because, I mean, it depends on what side of town you're on. But yeah. yeah, it's still it's still views. Right. Um, anyway, it was it was an interesting story and it's uh, it's some nice research on on what people want in their the, homes. The only regional one listed in the whole article is Tucson's the only city with an architectural choice among the top five searches across all cities favoring contemporary style homes, which when I read that, I went, really, people in Tucson are searching for contemporary style homes. Who'd have thunk it? Yeah. Well, I, you know, I think of Tucson is very similar to us. It is. But I mean, we have a lot of people. I mean, we have some great contemporary style homes here. It's not that prevalent, though. We don't hear our, our home buyers very often saying, I want a contemporary style yeah. home. Yeah. No, it's true. It's true. Um, anyway, so that, that was an interesting one. Again, you can find that story. It's a Zillow. Um, How Americans Surfed Zillow in 2023. And I've got it on our, our Facebook page for the Venturi Group on facebook if you want to dig into it some more you can google it um let's see tracy we uh i wanted to talk about um in floor ducts we we started to talk about it at the beginning and and you know this is something that's that's come up um and so uh, l let me just set it up a lot of homes in albuquerque especially of a certain era have in floor ducts for your heating heat and cooling heating and cooling right and over time they they can deteriorate right and so you know that's one of the things that that we know to have looked at especially and again of homes of a certain age to confirm that they're in good condition and so what what's the process there i just have to stop first and say not just of a certain age if there are in-floor ducts right doesn't matter because if there are in-floor ducts and you're looking at buying a property and it has them you would want to have them camera scoped. Well, what if it was built less than five years ago? I don't know. I think I'd still want them camera scoped. Some of the things I've seen in sewer lines on new homes and in floor ducts makes me think it's really wise. I mean, yeah, I've seen brand new homes with collapsed sewer lines where a contractor drove over the 
driveway before the driveway or over the yard before the house was done. And um, we had that in a very yeah. prominent neighborhood here where one Don't of our clients, yeah. uh, we had the duct inspection or the sewer line scoped and it was collapsed. So let's just talk about so that. Ducks. The, the, well, let's talk about the scope. Now that you brought it up, the scoping, you, right. you, you can get the, the duct ducts scoped or the sewer line scoped. Right. Which means what? So uh, we hire a contractor, normally some sort of plumbing company or a specialist that just does this, uh, which there are several. And they take a camera that's on the end of a reel of, yep. uh, I don't know what it is, yeah. some sort of hose. And they, <laughs> it connects to their laptop uh -huh. and they put the camera with a light on it through the lines. They go open up all the ducts vent covers and they put it down there first they have to usually get the cobwebs out of the way and the dead spiders and uh -huh, things uh -huh. and then they put it down through the duct and take a, a a camera video tour of the ducts and they all connect together and they have a duct inspection and they give their analysis of what they're finding what do they find so i've seen quite a few of these and a few of them stand out very prominently so some of them can be somewhat collapsed sometimes when it's a um a metal uh duct mm -hmm. it can have corrosion from maybe moisture especially if you have swamp cooler and that moist air going through them all the time if it's in the floor yeah um but uh, i have seen a house up near tramway and academy where a whole great room, all of the ducting in there was full of water and it had corroded over time and the water had gotten into it and the people that were buying the house, um, we asked the seller to repair it and it was repaired by a great local company, Ductworks. Mm -hmm. um, they go in and they, they empty well, it and out. Well, I wanted to get to that. So yeah, so, so one of the things that we as realtors do is for for buyers is to you know or sellers or but, sellers but for buyers in this case is you know help them navigate this process right and they might not know you know if you've never bought a house before and you see in-floor ducts you don't know that maybe it's a good idea to check that out so that's something we're gonna we're gonna recommend right and you know again just totally and 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 so now we learn that there's a problem with it, it could be a collapsed duct it could just be deteriorated it could be full of water like you said but there is a process to repair them there right? is a process to repair them it's not always easy and it's not always cheap in addition to those metal ducts there was an era where they used what's called sonotube which cardboard. is basically cardboard cardboard ducting was more affordable and easy and that cardboard just corrodes it's like taking a cardboard box that you left out in the rain and it just starts kind of peeling apart and those ducts get full of all that cardboard and it sometimes just collapses yeah. um, and closes off that area to the the airflow um, so you know a lot of times i've seen um buyers who know about this when i've been with them and we just go from room to room when the heating or cooling is on and we put our hand over each vent and feel Hey, is there good strong airflow coming out of it? And you know, just go to every vent in the house as a first glance yeah, at, simple, at a, how a quick, it's doing. A quick check, yeah. But I've seen like them full of water. I've seen them with little bits of water sitting in the bottom of them. I've seen them completely rusted out. I've seen um, a lot of times. It's interesting, Tigo, how common we see a nail through a duct in one of those videos from when the construction was taking place. And somebody put a two by four or whatever and put a nail through it and it went yeah. right through that duct um pretty common um but 
the restoration process, it varies quite a bit, but we get bids um, to do the uh, restoration. You know, they clean the vent out, the ducts out. Well, and then sometimes it's just a cleaning too. Sometimes it's just a cleaning. Yeah. Totally. And, and it's just. They, and sometimes they're corroded and they have holes in the metal, but it's it's not that big of an issue. The air is still flowing fine and usually people just get them cleaned. But I think um, that house that we saw that had the ducts, I mean, completely full two sides of one of the rooms, I would be very concerned about mold and all that water just sitting in there and the air flowing over it and through it, you know, because it was like half full of yeah. water just yeah. sitting there, stale yeah. water that you're blowing air I, through. I remember one once uh, it was uh, near the, it was on the Tanawan, it was on the Tanawan golf course and um, they did the duck scope and it was, it had like three or four golf balls down in the duct and we we decided it, it must have been the kids that lived in the house that were picking up golf balls, you know, from their yard and dropping them down the, into the ducks. Into the ducks. Yeah, I remember that too. Yeah, that like, was funny. That yeah. was an interesting find. Yeah. So anyway, that's the in-floor ducks. You know, we've had clients before who have heard that ducks should be inspected and yeah. they want the ones that are in the ceilings uh, inspected and the inspectors don't inspect those ones. Well, I mean, it's one of those things. If you're a home buyer, you can get anything inspected you want to get inspected if you want to pay for it, as long as it doesn't hurt the house, right? And and so, I mean, if you want to do it, it's fine. Uh, it's just not very common. It is very common to have uh, ceiling ducts cleaned right. know, where they go through there and, and blow it out and take all the right. the nasties out of there. So, And yeah. I, I will say I've had two different contractors who've done a lot of in-floor ducts say, no, I won't do the ones that are not in the floor. It's right. just not what they do. Um, however, cleaning them out is a good thing. And if you have a lot of allergies or, you know, in a dusty area and you're buying a used resale house, it wouldn't hurt to have the ducks cleaned, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I so, wanted to talk about a new, not new, it, it's an old, it's an old discussion, but with a new, a new way to look at it. So one of the ongoing and forever conversations in real estate is, should I buy or should I rent, right? And, and there's so many different opinions on that. Um, some people say, okay, well, if you rent and it's costing you less than buying, then if you take that money invested in, you know, the market or something, then, you know, you're going to be ahead. Um, other people say, well, no, because, you know, if you've got that, extra money you're not gonna automatically be forced to to invest it elsewhere right like so if you're saving 200 a month by renting versus yeah. owning yeah are you really saving that extra 200 it, a month it, exactly right and then you know it's the conversation of okay the freedom of renting right you're you're you may be locked into a lease you know say year to year um but you do have the freedom to just pick up and leave in a year with with selling it's a little bit more difficult and usually you don't um, come out ahead financially until you've been in the house for two or three years. But the, this this uh, economist put together a new way to kind of look at this, this buy versus rent um, debate, I guess. Mm -hmm. and, and what he, the, the short, I'll just give you the short of it. Yeah. The, the TLDR. The, the TLDR, as they say, too long, didn't read, um, is... Uh, I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, the comparable, you know, just 
basically what he was looking at is like the median house and the median, you know, apartment, you know, kind of comparable type properties. We're not talking luxury properties or really cheap, you know, just, just kind of the, the normal average properties. And he said, there's really very, 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 very few cases where you don't, you're not ahead after four years of owning financially. Um, he said, as long as home prices go up, uh, three and a half or 3.1% every year on average, you're, you're definitely going to be ahead by purchasing versus renting. Now, again, there's a gazillion different variables and, you know, somebody's always going to say, oh no, it's better to rent. But, you know, we know tracing, we talk about it a lot is, is the, the kind of the non-financial reasons for ownership versus, uh, renting too. You know, right. the, the sense of security, something of your own, the ability to customize, you know, the ability to make it your own. To do sense those of weekend being in projects. a neighborhood where you're part of it, not just a renter. Sense of community. Turn, yep. Making the walls purple if you want. Yep, exactly. Doing improvement projects and it's for you. All those reasons. But what we know, Tigo, is whether you are a renter or a buyer, it's what's right for you. Right. right? It's what's right for you for where you're at in your life right now. Um, we love um, wealth building through real estate, but also all the security things about it, like you just mentioned. But it's it's what we know is that long term buying is always better than renting. If that's you know, if you don't need to move every year. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. It, it is. So, no, for sure. I just want to go back on that conversation because we always have it, and we and it's always going it, that debate's always going to be out there. And yeah. we know that you know housing has gotten very expensive, both renting and buying. Um, and so it's, it's a, it's a, it's a tougher debate for sure. Oh, you know, one thing we didn't even mention, we're just about out of time, but interest rates, right? I mean, we're sub seven now, like sub 7%. There, there are lenders in the low sixes right now. Wow. I, I have confirmed it. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So if you're thinking of, uh, dipping your toe in and becoming a home buyer, we'd be happy to meet, put together a plan, help you understand the process, meet with you and, and get it clear for you and for us on what your goals are and help you with that. Uh, and how do we get a hold of us? Uh, yeah, call us 448-8888. We have a great team of realtors here ready to help you with your goals Yeah, and end the year Right. You might have some free time right now because of time off work. So we'd be happy to go show you some great properties. Well, Merry Christmas, everybody. I hope it's a, a great, great holiday for you and um, enjoy this New Mexico cool nights and nice warm, warm sun and during the days and our in our winters. And it's, it's pretty awesome. So take care. Take care, everybody.